0: If your podcast app is set to skip silent sections, go to your app settings now and disable that feature for this podcast. Let's begin by doing something you should learn to do periodically throughout the day anyway. Just taking a deep breath in through your nose, sending the air deep into your belly, maybe focusing your stomach muscles on making your belly rise. With each intake of new breath, And as you exhale, focus your mind on feeling your body relax. Each exhale is like breathing relaxation into your body. Breathing in slowly through your nose, into your belly, slow, deep breath. And breathing out this sense of your body letting go. Just feeling your whole body dropping more toward the ground, more toward the surface you're on.
1: And you're slowing down your rhythm of breathing. Breathing in calm, quiet. Breathing out release of tension in your muscles everywhere in your body. letting go of clenched muscles all throughout your body with each out-breath. Breathing in
0: slowly through your nose, into your belly. Breathing out this sense of your body letting go, of holding yourself up. And you're focusing your mind on feeling the sensation of your body letting go. Feeling the sensation of your body
1: dropping toward the surface you're on. A little bit more with each out-breath. All right,
0: on the next in-breath, let's do it a little differently. Take in a deep breath in through your nose, into your belly. And then immediately another deep breath. A second deep breath through your nose, into your belly. And hold it for just a moment. And then as you release your breath, have it be a sigh of relief (sighs) through your mouth. Let's try it again. Breathe in through your nose, a deep breath into your belly. And then a second deep breath into your belly through your nose. Hold it for just a moment. And then release your breath through your mouth.
1: A sigh of relief. (sighs) Now just breathe normally. Quiet, slow, in through your nose, into your belly. Breathing out this focus
0: on your body of your muscles releasing tension dropping more toward the surface you're on, becoming heavier, falling toward the ground with
1: each out-breath. And you can
0: do this throughout your day at different times for five minutes, just to sort of recalibrate, become aware of unconscious anxiety you're putting into your body. And just recalibrate your awareness of that and let that go. Let that
1: tension in your body go.
0: Maybe you're holding tension right now. Just focus on areas that you might be unconsciously putting anxiety and tension into your body. Maybe behind your neck or
1: in your shoulders. And just let that go with each out-breath. A little bit more. Or maybe you put tension in your scalp muscles around your head, your forehead, around your eyes. Just release that and let that go. Maybe you put tension in your face, your cheeks, your jaw. Let your face drop. You don't have to present a face to the world right now. You're alone. Just let your face drop.
0: Maybe you've been on a plane and looked over and saw somebody sleeping and their face is just dropped. Imitate that right now. Your face just dropping.
1: You're not holding your face up at all. Maybe you keep tension in your gut your abdomen muscles. See if you can focus on just releasing that with your next out-breath. Letting those muscles soften. Letting your stomach muscles release. Anxiety, tension, angst. Maybe you unconsciously put tension in your back muscles. Let those muscles release and just drop toward the surface you're on.
0: Tension in your hips, tightening your hips unconsciously. Just let those muscles release, your hips let
1: go. And
0: just feel your whole body falling toward the surface you're on, all the cells in your body, the muscles in your body letting go and just dropping toward the ground. This is your imagination, just using your imagination, your body becoming like liquid, falling toward the surface you're on. Using your imagination to imagine your body, your entire body becoming like water, falling
1: toward the ground, Breathing in through your nose,
0: a breath of calm and quiet, and breathing out this sense of feeling relaxation fill your
1: entire body. Let's do that special breathing one more time, taking a deep
0: breath in through your nose, into your belly, and then another second deep breath in through your nose, into your belly, without letting out the first one. And now, let out your breath through your
1: mouth, a sigh of relief, and feel that release in your whole body. Try that again.
0: A deep breath in through your nose. And without releasing that breath, breathe again in through your nose, into your belly, a second breath. Hold it for just a moment. And then let it release through your mouth, your breath, a sigh of relief, a sigh of release. And feel that release in your whole
1: body. Try it again a third time.
0: Let me take a moment and read a psalm in the Bible and then we'll come back to this breathing with the psalm in our minds as we do it. It's a very famous psalm, one of the more popular psalms in the Bible for us and it also was for Jesus and we'll see why in a minute. It's a psalm of David, Psalm 23. The first verse says, The Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing. The Lord there is all capital L-O-R-D. That's your English Bible indicating that's the Hebrew name for God, which was Yahweh, an ancient Hebrew verb for He is. God named Himself Yahweh in the Old Testament book of Exodus chapter 3, and it is the most often referred to term for God, His name, all throughout the Old Testament you're already used to saying the first part of that name when you say the ancient Hebrew phrase, Hallelujah. The Yah there is the first part of Yahweh. This was the name for God that was used always, and it's even just sort of transferred down through the ages when we say Hallelujah. We're saying the Hebrew word, Praise Yahweh. Whenever you want to praise the name of God, the name of the Lord, remember four things about the name Yahweh in the Old Testament. First, he is the creator, the source of all existence. Everywhere in the universe, the entire universe, everything comes from him. Second, he is the giver, the source of all life. He is the source of all life in you, every cell in your body, and everywhere, anywhere. God is the source of life. Remember, Jesus says in John that the Father has life in himself, and John says of Jesus, in him was life. He is the source of all life. Third, he is eternally, forever God. There will never be a time when he is not God. He is forever God. And fourth, he is always completely present with you in every moment. If you can remember those four things, whenever you just want to have a brief time of praising God, you can praise the name of God, the creator of all that exists, the giver of all life, the one who is eternally God, and the one who is always completely present in every moment with you. So that's why Yahweh appears almost in every psalm, and it often is the very first word in every psalm. All praise begins with acknowledging who God is. Just like when Jesus says in the Lord's Prayer, pray this way. And the first thing you pray is, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. The name of God is the way we praise God First and foremost, he is the source of all existence, the creator of everything that exists, the creator of all life, every moment of your life is being sustained by him. Right now, your life is being actively sustained by God. He is eternally God, forever God. And right now, he is 100% present with you In this moment, without being any less present anywhere else in the universe, because he is infinite. So he can be fully present with you without any less presence anywhere else. We're not going to understand that because he's infinite and we're not. So David says, The Lord is my
1: shepherd. I lack nothing. All
0: of this psalm is imagination. All of its truth is understood only by using our biblically guided imagination to envision this as true for us right now in this moment.
1: The I am, he is,
0: is your shepherd. David is putting himself in the place of a sheep and that God is the one who protects him leads him, cares for him. Jesus picks up on this psalm in John chapter 10, verse 14. Jesus says, I am the good shepherd. Now he's doing a very Yahweh kind of thing by emphasizing I am, the name of God being he is. And Jesus is saying, I am the I am. I am the the good shepherd. I am the shepherd of Psalm 23, verse 1, and I am the good shepherd. And then Jesus says in verse 27, my sheep listen to my voice and I know them and they follow me and I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. Jesus is picking up the imagery of this psalm and saying that's true for him. He is the Yahweh of this verse. He is the I am of this verse. Jesus is the good shepherd. So David says, the Lord is my shepherd. Jesus is the Lord. Jesus is the good shepherd. And he lays down his life for his sheep, he says. And he gives them eternal life. And no one will snatch them out of his hand. So David says, the Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. I lack nothing is the idea that even though I might lack things that I want, I don't lack anything that I need. So David writes in Psalm 34, verse 8, Taste and see that the Lord, Yahweh, the I Am, is good. Blessed is the one who takes refuge in Him. Fear the Lord, you His holy people, for those who fear Him lack nothing. The lions may grow weak and hungry, but those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. Those who seek the I Am Lack no good thing. We might lack things that we think we need. We might lack things that we want. But when God is our shepherd, we lack nothing that we need. So Jesus says in Matthew 6 Your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, don't worry about tomorrow. Jesus is saying that when God is our shepherd, he knows what we need, and we will not be without what we truly need. This is an act of faith. This is an act of trust that God is your good shepherd. The question is, what if you believed this completely? As much as you believe in gravity, the alternate assumptions we believe are not any more proven, but what if you believed what Jesus is saying here? What if you believed what David is saying here by the Holy Spirit? What if you believed what God is speaking to you to believe in his word, that he is your good shepherd? What if you believed it completely, fully trusted it to be true for you, C.S. Lewis is attributed with saying the most dangerous ideas in a society are not the ones being argued, but the ones that are assumed. Anxiety, stress, self-protective insecurities, reflexes happen when we just believe our godless, our less of God, our godless assumptions about reality. Assumptions that we are on our own. Assumptions that we can't trust God for our good. Assumptions that what we want, what we think we need. Assumptions that God doesn't care for our needs. But what if we, instead of believing those assumptions, believed what Jesus told us is true? He is our good shepherd, and our Father knows everything we need, And when we seek first his kingdom, everything else will be given to us as well. We don't have to worry about tomorrow. It's like what the Apostle Paul writes in Philippians 4.12. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want, I can do all this through him who gives me strength. Paul is basically saying, when the Lord is my good shepherd, I lack nothing that I truly need. So just imagine this right now. Right now, gather all your fears, your worries, your anxieties under this one biblical imagination. Use your biblically guided imagination to envision this as true for you right now. Yahweh, the one who is the source, the creator of everything that exists in the entire universe, the one who is the giver of all life and right now sustains your life and every cell in your body's life, the one who is eternally forever God, and the one who is always 100% present with you in every moment. He is your good shepherd and you lack nothing you truly need. Just imagine this being true for you right now. The I am is your shepherd, actively, intimately, intensely, eternally
1: your good shepherd, right now
0: you lack nothing you need. Whatever it is you fear not having or you worry will be taken from you is a kind of test of whether or not you're going to believe the assumptions of this world that you are on your own That you have to fight for what's yours. You have to be insecure, self protective, or you can believe what God is telling you is true. He is present with you. He is in this moment, and you can trust Him as your good shepherd.
1: You will lack nothing
0: that is truly good for you. You will lack no good that your heavenly Father knows that you need.
1: What if you believed this 100%? You just knew it, like you know gravity is real. In every moment, God is your good shepherd and you can trust him for everything you need. You can trust he
0: knows what is good for you and what you need. He knows the eternal story and he is going to give you everything to make your eternal story, your eternal
1: life, good according to his abundant goodness as your shepherd. Imagine believing that right now. So remember your breath. Take in a deep breath right now.
0: Breathe in through your nose into your belly, and breathe in again a second breath, hold it for just a moment, and let out a big sigh through your mouth, a sigh of belief,
1: the Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing.
0: During these summer months, look for a new episode once per week on Tuesdays. If you found this podcast helpful, please give it a rating in your podcast app so others can find it more easily, and maybe consider sharing this episode with a friend you think might benefit from it. Our audio engineer is Matthew Matlack. Thanks for listening to Christian
1: Meditation for a Bigger Life.